Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibut First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. We're a month away from powwow season in Newfoundland. First up is the annual Exploits Mawayomi in Grand Falls, followed by the Mayobagag Powwow on Con River, and then Flat Bay for the Bay St. George Powwow. There is also an event being planned for Burgio at the end of the summer, details still being worked out on that one. After a year dominated by the enrollment process, the Mawayomi and Powwows are an antidote to the political trauma so many people have experienced. They're a way to connect to culture and ancestry in a relaxed, non-judgmental way. We'll be hearing a little later from Charlene Comden, one of the organizers of the Exploits Mawiomi. But first, the Bay St. George powwow. More and more people have been going to Flat Bay the past couple of summers. Last year's event may have been the biggest of all. But what about this year? Will bad feeling over enrollment keep people away? And what about moves by Flat Bay to separate from Halibut? Will that make people uncomfortable about attending? Kellyanne Butler of the Organizing Committee says the powwow is a politics-free zone and everyone is welcome. I asked her about organizing for this year's event, which started right after last year's powwow. There is there has been since I think 2005 um, a committee that was started. It's called the Bay St. George Mi'kmaq Cultural Revival Committee. That has been since 2005 organizing the powwow that occurs. It's the Bay St. George powwow that has occurred in Flat Bay. Um, and as the committee grew, so it was, I, from what I understand now, I've been involved in the committee for four years now, um, but it has always been part of the committee mandate, not just to host the powwow, but to participate and encourage the revival of Mi'kmaq culture in general. So with a variety of different activities, but the powwow, of course, has been a large one. And so as the years went on, um, and then two years ago, some of the previous officers returned to the committee after a short break. And what we did was we sort of codified um, the, a separate powwow committee that still resides within the Bay St. George Mi'kmaq Cultural Revival Committee, but as a subcommittee, so that we could we could focus on the powwow in one aspect and then also have other activities going on through the Cultural Revival Committee that didn't necessarily intersect uh, with the powwow. So we now have a powwow committee that's a subcommittee of the Cultural Revival Committee. And that work goes on year round. So just like you said, um, when you asked if the powwow planning begins shortly after the previous powwow, that's exactly what happens. So we work to get through the powwow. Once we're finished with the powwow, that is in July, then by August, we have our first meeting of the new season. Mm-hmm. And that's when the planning starts and it goes on for the whole year. Yes. And is there, it's, it's all volunteer. There is no, you have no paid staff. We have one sort of half, uh, we share one staff person with the Flat Bay Band mm-hmm. um, who is uh, a coordinator, um, and that is recent. That is about three or four years we've been doing that. 
Um, but everyone, everyone else, and it's a lot of people are all volunteers. Mm-hmm. So um, I think 2017 uh, probably was the was it the in terms of turnout was it the largest uh, turnout for a for a powwow as far as anyone can recall since 2005. Hmm. I don't know if 2016 would have had more or 2017. Um, and, you know, we have humans counting, um, and sometimes if they haven't been trained how to count cars that are entering, the numbers don't come out um, as super accurate. But certainly it was a really huge turnout. And we had reorganized the the way that the physical space was set up so that people were able to spread out more. Um, and I don't know how long you've been going to the powwow, but we moved the food trucks to a separate uh, kind of a side mm-hmm. area and it kind of opened up the field and Ivan Ivan White senior um is to be commended for that because he did a lot of site work last year in terms of leveling out places um moving the camping area and just creating a more open space up on the field um because when by the time we got to 2016 it was there's so many people that it was just so crowded up in there with the food trucks all lined up in the same area as the vendors um, as the craft vendors, so now we have it off on the side. It's still easily accessible, but it doesn't crowd everyone into the space. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the 2018 edition, uh, are you operating on the same plan as as last year, or will there be any changes? Well, uh, we're operating on the same physical plan and the same general. Uh, all of the things that were available last year will be available, so... Um, but each year we sort of do little improvements. And last year we did a lot with the physical space. So we also, um, Ivan White Sr. also was responsible for um, setting up uh, what you might call an outdoor interpretation center. So he built a wigwam and that sort of thing, a, a, a replica of a sweat lodge. It's sort of behind the the MC um, stage. And that way people can walk around and look at things that are historical and cultural as they're participating in the powwow. And uh, that will be improved on this year. Um, But last year, I'd say we did more actual new stuff, like moving the camping and putting in the interpretation center. This year, we'll just be improving on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, over the past year, it's been a difficult year. We've had all the 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 pain associated with the enrollment process and uh, Flat Bay is going through its own process of working out its relationship uh, with uh, with Halibu. Do you think uh, uh, politics will intrude, or or will things go on in a sort of uh, uh, easygoing way, and <clears throat> all those other things will remain outside uh, uh, the realm, as it were? I think we've done a pretty good job. I mean, every everyone on the committee is really, um, I think, committed that the powwow is not a political event. And I think we've been good at keeping that, that tone at, at the powwow. I don't anticipate any sort of issues, and, and everyone is welcome. Um, I, I think it's a time when people can come together and celebrate who we are, uh, in a in a friendly way and in a united way. And, uh, you know, every year, really, you could say, every year for the past, you know, six or seven years, 
you could say, well, there are some controversies and this might affect it, but it doesn't. The powwow is is something really special, and uh, and I don't mean just the Base Eight George powwow. Um, really, these types of gatherings, there's a community spirit that I think overrides whatever else is going on outside of the of the traditional grounds. A new arrival on the Mi'kmaq cultural scene is the exploits Maui-Omi happening in Grand Falls, Windsor, the weekend of June 22nd to 24th. By the way, Maui-Omi is a Mi'kmaq word for a gathering place. Over the years, people from Central have been going to the Maopagag powwow on Con River. But they've been going to the Bay St. George powwow on Flat Bay also, and people associated with the Flat Bay event have helped put on the exploits Maui-Omi. Charlene Comden is one of the organizers of the Exploits event. It seems like there's a cultural revival happening right across the province now. Um, unfortunately, for many years, things have been silent, but approximately three years ago, uh, the Exploits Aboriginal Community Group formed, and that's when everything started to uh, happen again. And we started to engage our community and other outside organizations. And and before then, did were people sort of oriented towards Con River? Of course, you're not. You're, I guess, in some ways closer to Con River than you are to Flat Bay. So has there been that kind of relationship over the years? Yes, definitely. There has been a great relationship with uh, Con River, and a lot of people did flock to uh, Con River and the Flat Bay powwow. Um, I'd say it was half of our membership they used to attend each, but uh, Con River more so because it is in close vicinity. Mm-hmm. So tell us about uh, this. Will be uh, year uh, two for the Maui-Omi, and I and uh, it's interesting that you've chosen um, Maui-Omi as the word for your event rather than powwow. So uh, does that indicate uh, wanting to be uh, reflect a sort of a, a Mi'kmaq? Um, orientation toward the event. Yes, for sure, Glenn. Um, it, well, last year, uh, one of our members, Bob Young, um, he uh, he said that he'd love to see a powwow happen here in Grand Falls, but we weren't ready for that capacity just yet, um, and we still wanted to have something, uh, so we decided to do the cultural gathering. And that's why we chose the name Maui-Omi, so we could highlight gathering and share culture and activities and teachings and knowledge with um, not only people within the Exploits Ward, uh, the Grenwood Ward, or the um, the other wards, Gander Bay, uh, anybody who would like to attend. And we always emphasize that you don't have to be Mi'kmaq or of any nation to attend. It's open to anybody. Uh, we're status blind. I was looking on the internet uh, about your event last year, and you had uh, you had uh, teachings, and I think you uh, you had a sweat, and um, you had uh, vendors. What's uh, what do you have planned for this year? We're hoping to go a little bit bigger this year. Uh, we've had more vendors uh, be in touch with us, so we're looking at about eight vendors selling some crafts, local products, moccasins, ribbon skirts, things along those nature. Uh, we have the sweat is happening again. We're, we're lucky to engage uh, with our 
friends from the West Coast, St. George, the area of Flat Bay. Um, Moochie Bennett is coming and bringing some of his uh, knowledge keepers and helping us uh, create the sweat lodge again and providing us with that teaching during the weekend. Um, we're lucky to have people like Arlene White, Erica Sams Hurley, Calvin White, Victor Muse. They'll be all in attendance again this year. Uh, and each each person brings a different set of skills, knowledge, education. It's uh, it's amazing the outpouring of support that we've had. And I mean, we're actually and people within our own area have come forth to do some craft teachings. Uh, we have Tyrone Marooney who's coming in to do our medicine walks. He's also being a vendor, and um, he does take some products from nature, nature, and uh, create different. Uh, Different. I think it's like um, a fly bomb that you can rub on your wrist, behind your ears. Mm-hmm. So he takes all of that from, yeah, so Tyrone's a great, great resource. And um, our actual, um, our counselor for this ward, uh, Andy Barker, uh, he's going to be some doing some teachings on harmony within the uh, environment. Hmm. Well, it sounds like a great event. Hopefully there'll be nice weather for that weekend in, uh, in June. And, uh, well, you, you guys are the, uh, you're the beginning of, uh, our, um, season in Newfoundland because, uh, two weekends after there's uh, Con River and then, uh, Flat Bay. So, uh, we're hoping for all the best. Thank you. And, uh, we certainly invite everybody to attend. It's, uh, the main day is Saturday. We do the grand opening, uh, the grand entry at approximately one o'clock. Um, and, We'll do the grand entry, as you see as a powwow, because we want to open up everybody's minds, their hearts, their spirits, and uh, showcase our Mi'kmaq culture. Because a lot of people aren't educated, and some people are uh, wanting to become involved, so we invite everyone. It's totally free. The second annual Exploits Mawiomi takes place at Gorge Park West in Grand Falls, Windsor. Visitors with trailers can set up in Sanger Park, and there's tent camping in Beothic Park. So here are your dates once again. Exploits, June 22nd to 24th. Miobigag in Con River, July 6th to 8th. And the Bay St. George Powwow in Flat Bay, July 13th to 15th. And that's it for the show. Allison Baker is the technical producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Celebration time used with the permission of Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss. You can listen to Mi'kmaq Matters on Bay of Islands Radio in Norris Point and Rocky Harbor. Tune in on The Voice of Bombay and in St. John's. Catch us on CHMR. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.